1: So when we ask someone, "Are you okay, really?" and we get that gut feeling that they're not, let's just put suicide on the table. If we're wrong, it doesn't matter. But if we're right, at least they'll have an avenue to help them. Because no one wants to die. People just don't know how to keep living. This is episode one
2: hundred and nine. I am so happy that you're here and thank you for joining my show, Your Coach, Helen Yuskovic. I am on a worldwide mission to help people get confident in putting themselves first because I used to put myself second my whole life. And because of that, I experienced every unhealthy relationship possible. An unhealthy relationship with myself, my health, my wealth Here we go. All right. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I have the beautiful Melanie here, and this is a different podcast show because I was reached out to by this program on my Instagram, and it was called Suicide Programs, and I said, hey, what's this? And then I started looking into it, and I thought, wow, this is like a really great business, all about suicide, suicide prevention taking out all of the stigma around this really really big topic and I thought why don't we get these guys on the show to gently talk about this and voila we have Melanie here from Suicide Programs so thank you for coming today firstly Mel pleasure and before we begin can you tell us and everyone that's tuning in today a little bit about you your journey this business called Suicide Programs and how you got here and how
1: it got here. Okay. I uh, Well, originally South African, in case you hadn't picked the accent. <laughs> when I came to Australia, I had a law degree and needed to do something a little bit different because my degree wasn't accepted. So went and did some counselling voluntarily and loved it and have worked in the last 25, 30 years in mental health and sub prevention sort of space, both as a therapist, program developer, manager of programs, and a trainer. And then in about 2017, Sandy and I got together and went, you know what, we can do this differently. We can just bring it down to let's have a conversation. So many people have been touched now. Let's try and reduce the stigma and let's just find of the message out there as best as we can. So started in 2017, just in time for COVID, uh, spent a year developing our first program, consulted really widely, and launched in 2018. And now we're national, so yeah. It sounds
2: like it was born at the perfect time because the world went through this crazy pandemic
1: right then. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think we're out the other end of it yet from a mental health perspective.
2: Definitely. So, yeah. I I do personal training as well and I have noticed still to this day people are still not back to their energy levels that they used to have, the motivation and the drive that they used to have, and it really has affected everybody much bigger mm-hmm. than what we even thought.
1: Mm, Absolutely. Yeah.
2: And before we go on, you said that you had a uni degree that wasn't
1: recognized here. What was that? I did law in South Africa. And of course, I came out just after a part was disassembled and my degree wasn't recognized. It was like, there's no way in hell I'm going back and doing another five years of that. (laughs) So volunteered, found my sort of niche, I probably would have been a shocking lawyer anyway, and stepped into the field of counselling and social work.
2: What a beautiful story. But, yeah, that's what I was thinking. You would have put all these years into this degree and then all of a sudden (laughs) you come here and we're like, no, sorry. Wow. Well, good on you for just... Keep on going. It's such a really brilliant trait that you have that I can see in you, but I'd love to bring a little bit more awareness around this topic of suicide of the discussions. Can you just let us know what right now is the latest information that you have regarding this yes. or any statistics that you'd love to share with our listeners around Australia or the world?
1: Sure. And Helen, just before I do, I've got all the figures here, but before I go through them, I do want to just acknowledge that every single number I'm going to quote is a loved one, somebody somebody has lost, you know, and just that ripple effect of suicide. So just really want to acknowledge what these numbers actually mean.
2: Yeah. And just when you said that, I just got goosebumps all down mm. my body because, yeah. yes,
1: this is a loved one. Yeah. Well, they say now that about eighty-five percent of Australians have been touched in some way. Eighty-five. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Either their own journey or the journey of someone they love. So, if we have a look at the actual numbers, I can only quote from two thousand and twenty because Australian Bureau of Stats releases figures every year from the year before in October. So this this month we'll get last year's figures, but in two thousand Mm-hmm. 3,138 people died by suicide, which equates, that's in Australia, it equates to about eight people a day. Yeah.
2: <laughs> wow, sorry, my, um, my jaw has dropped, guys. Yeah. I just, I can't believe this number.
1: Yeah. And about 75% of those are male, 25, 24 to 25% being female. But on that, I do want to acknowledge that females are hospitalised for self-harm or suicidal behaviour at almost two to three times the rate that men are. It's just I think women will reach out for help a little bit easier Mm. and men use a lot more immediate means. So those are kind of where we're sitting at the moment. All the data that... I was just about to say, why do you think that's the case with men? Be strong, be brave. know Close the door. Show your emotions. Like close it old door. school. Yeah, I, I think that's. I think that's a lot of it. Mm. And sometimes that therapy, you know, that talk fest doesn't work for me neither. Going to therapy and stuff. So mm. it's okay. Did you want some more figures? Or yes. That yes. Give us all the figures. Sketch? I think
2: uh it's really good for. Us and the listeners to hear because just like you saw my mouth drop, I don't think we are aware enough of this
1: whole thing. Maybe that's the only great thing that come out of COVID is just an awareness of people's mental health, the impact of isolation, what all our whole environment, what it does for us. You know, finally being recognised that people need support. What else can I share? Oops, I've just dropped an <laughs> AirPod on this.
2: <laughs> Quick fun fact, guys, when we were getting onto the show, we were having feedback issues with the ear- AirPods, and then one just fell out of her ear. But
1: she's back. <laughs> she is back. We are, as a country, the 13th highest rate of suicide. But if we acknowledge the other nation's people, they sit at the 5th highest rate of suicide in the world. Two to three times higher than people in the country that don't identify as Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander. So really significant impact in that part of our country. Wow! Um, suicide is the leading cause of death for young people between the age of 15 and 24.
2: Between the age of and what, the was
1: highest, that? 15 and 24.
2: 15. Wow! Yeah. This is heartbreaking to hear, because at 15. I they're just a child. Yeah, so I I work as a coach, as a mindset coach, and a lot of parents have asked if I would coach their children. And when I first started, I said, you know, I don't coach children, but I'm happy to help your child if I can, if, you know, therapy isn't working. And I would say about 80% of the children that I coached were suicidal and my heart used to break because I would think you're perfect how you are your your Mm -hmm. life is great and there's all these outside influences that are making you feel this way which just made me so upset so that's why I really wanted to bring you guys on the show and I know we're getting into heavy topics but I will lighten the mood with your very first curveball Mel are you ready to play? (sighs)
1: Show.
0: Plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Don't go for gold.
2: Mel, what is something that most people don't know about you or something interesting
1: about you? I have just bought myself a yacht and I sail extensively and I spent most of my time sailing the world.
2: Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. I would love to see the picture of this yacht. That's so exciting.
1: Yeah. That's so yeah. good.
2: All right, let's dive back into this conversation. I just want to ask once more if there's anything that you feel that me and the listeners should be made aware of when it comes to
1: suicide prevention. I think for me if I can get one message across, it would be you don't need to be mentally unwell. We used to associate suicide with mental illness. Mm-hmm. Absolutely mental illness gives us a vulnerability, makes life even more challenging, Mm -hmm. but that can touch anyone. It's really about a loss of hope, you know. So I just, if we can get the message out that anyone can reach a point where the pain's too much to carry, you know, anybody can be vulnerable.
2: How do you look after yourself with
1: this sort of a job? I think every job brings its own challenges. I feel extraordinarily blessed. I know You know, we, we say things like that quite hopelessly, but I feel so blessed to do the work I do. I get to step into spaces in people's lives that often aren't disclosed to others. I get to see people moving forward. Mm. I love it I absolutely love it and it makes me really grateful for my life and what I have that sounds so beautiful
2: Mm -hmm. so I'll we'll get into everything that you offer because I feel like this might be really valuable information for the listeners but let's just talk about suicide a little bit more just so that we can have some clarity or some guidance because I know that a lot of people wouldn't have the tools or the skills or the mm-hmm. knowledge of what to do in a situation. And as you said, people don't have to be mentally unstable. So what are some of these warning signs and how can we help
1: someone? Well, here's a little acronym called FATS. FACTS? Yeah. So FACTS stands for feelings, actions, changes, talk or situation. Okay, And I think if we want to help, I think it's about looking at somebody holistically. What are they experiencing? What are they doing? What aren't they doing? What's different? What are they saying? What aren't they saying? And we never get the whole jigsaw puzzle, right? But if we get a couple of pieces that worry us, can we just pick them up and go, hey, I've noticed this. I'm worried about you. What's going on? Mm. Just start that are you okay conversation. Being brave enough, I think, to slip into that space.
2: Yeah, I love that. I'm that annoying person that loves to go deep with people. And so if ever I have this gut feeling that, you know, there's something that might be that isn't revealed, I'm always that person that's like, but how's your heart? How are you? How is your heart today? And always when I meet people and have conversations, and I think this is why I'm a coach, the first thing that they say is, oh, my God, I just told you my whole life story. And I was like, and I'll probably forget it tomorrow, but how good do you feel? Because it's so nice being able to reveal things to someone in a safe container and not feel
1: judged. And we live in a world that's so busy. No one's got time, you know. I mean, we can give people our time and get them to tell us about their health, that's 90% of what we have to do.
2: So beautiful. So I think a good takeaway, guys, if you're listening, is to actually ask someone how they are really and to take it seriously and into consideration that this person may have things that they're not revealing and they may have things that might be stressing them or building up and yeah, I'm one of these huggers, Mel. And so I hug everyone. So (laughs) yesterday was my birthday and I got to everywhere. I went to my training facility where I train myself and I walk in and people just come and hug and I hug and it's just natural now. And when I put my own training sessions on last night, everyone came and gave me a hug and the little kids gave me a hug. And I just feel like it's such an important thing to just keep showing love to people.
1: Mm. Just that connection, that human connection. Yeah. yeah.
2: Mel, it's time for your second curveball. Are you ready to play?
1: <laughs> I think so.
2: <laughs> what is your favorite form of self-care? Sailing.
1: I do a fair bit of yoga. Yes. And just taking time, just you know, even if it's only for a minute or two, just going standing outside, just taking a breath, just, and I do love connecting with loved ones. We love a chat. Oh, that's That's so beautiful.
2: Wow. Mm. I I would love to see how you sail. You sound like a professional. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mel, is there anything else that you'd love to share? Anything else that you'd love to offer the listeners? Anything that Suicide Programs is affiliated with or working towards at the current
1: moment? Sure. Can I just go back to one thing and what to look for, if you don't mind? please. I think if we, again, have a look at the statistics, they say 65,000 Australians a year think about or feel suicidal. Wow. So when we ask someone, are you okay really, and we get that feeling that they're not, let's just put suicide on the table. If we're wrong, it doesn't matter, but if we're right, at least they'll have an avenue to have a chat. Wow. Because no one wants to die. People just don't know how to keep living. That, I think, was the most beautiful
2: quote I've heard. (laughs) No one wants to die, yes but they don't know how to keep living. Yeah. It breaks my heart, Mel, this conversation. It breaks my heart, but I'm so glad there's places like yours that are available. How can people get involved with you?
1: We've got a website, mm-hmm. website programs.com.au. Mm-hmm. We're based in Brisbane, but we're national, and we have an absolute array of programs So we have a full-day program where people can learn how to walk someone all the way through to a safety plan. We give you skills as well to how to stay grounded and have the conversation. We have suicide awareness programs. We have accidental counsellor programs, grief programs, anything in the space that provides us with the tools to be the best we can for others. Wow. So a on to the website and check it out.
2: I'll put everything in the show notes, guys. I'll put the link to the website and maybe, Mel, you could suggest two or three of the programs that I could also put in the show link and the show notes of today's episode for people to click on. I feel like I wanted to do a couple of those that you mentioned just then and so I'll definitely have a look. And before we go, is there anything else that you would love to share?
1: I just think it's amazing that you are having someone like us in Australia and just willing to destigmatize us and get the message out. So, thank you. You're yeah. so
2: welcome. After I do one of the programs, maybe I'll bring you back and maybe we can do something else.
1: Sounds awesome.
2: Before you go, there's one more last curveball. Mel, are you ready to play?
1: <sighs> yep.
2: I love having fun, Mel. So, your last <laughs> curveball is how do you yourself mel move from a negative mindset to a positive mindset what are the things that you do
1: mm, that's a good one
2: i um, am a mindset coach so i love everything mindset and i love to see how people do it themselves
1: okay i think for me i try and avoid that kind of concept of toxic positivity i think if i'm feeling that i try and figure out why and then allow that to move me forward I am really grateful for my life and where I am and what I do. And not that I compare, but I think sometimes just reflecting on how lucky we are compared to so many others can shift us as well. So that's an exercise.
2: Yes. So that is one of the techniques that I always offer everybody gratitude and getting back to gratitude. And I find that the biggest responders of moving from negative to positive uh, when it comes to gratitude are all of my adolescent coaching Mm -hmm. clients. They love gratitude and they respond so well to it. So, yeah it's one of my favorite ones too but thank you so much for your time today i won't keep you on too long but maybe i'll get you guys back after i do one of these programs and i will definitely put all of the show links of suicide programs on the show notes guys so that you can have them and keep an eye out on instagram because we'll have all of your posts and all of your links there as well If you want to reach out to them, I'm sure that they will be more than happy to answer anything that you have. Totally. All right. Thanks, Mel.
1: No problem, Helen. Take care.
2: Thank you, Times Infinity, for spending time with me. It really means a lot. Putting yourself first will really help escalate your goals, your dreams, and I love being on the journey with you. So make sure you come and tell me on my Instagram at Health